Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for mo- the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at even a bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. It call to action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Want to go, pretty boy? Two minutes by yourself and you feel shame, you know, and then you get free. Only thing better than a glass of beer is tea with Miss McGill. (laughs) And welcome to the Fourth Line Voice Podcast. My name is Darren. Thank you very much for tuning in. Episode 214 of the Big Show, some enforcer-based podcasting coming at you. Brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. How's everybody doing out there? Another Sunday. Weekend's over, folks. Or maybe you're listening to this on Monday, and the commute has just started. Your work week has just started. Either way, it's not good. Well, unless you're listening to this Sunday morning, then it's easy like Sunday morning. How you guys doing? Um, I'm recording this Saturday night. It was a scene, man. Let me tell you. It had the parents over. It had the parents over to the house for barbecue. The in-laws were over for a barbecue. So we had both sets of parents, but it was good. Got into the beers a little bit, me and the old man. Uh, yeah, it was fun. But you know what wasn't fun is, you know, we were out in the deck for a while while it was nice out here a little bit, kind of late afternoon, then barbecue fired up, and then, you know, after we are done, came inside to eat, you know, 
had that uh, hockey game on, the Oiler Avalanche game there in the background. I, you know, I, I, I just actually, before I hit record, I was texting with my brother. I am absolutely amazed that anyone can watch that pond hockey horse shit and say, you know what, this is really, this is great stuff. I am really entertained by this. I have no idea. Uh, maybe I got the wrong feed. Maybe maybe my feed's different out here in Martinsville. I don't I don't have the, my Sastel feed is the wrong one. Maybe I need the better feed because I have what a it, pond hockey bullshit and shitty goaltending. That seems to be and whoever gets the most power plays wins. That you know. And God forbid anything physical break out because holy shit we got to break that up immediately. Don't want anything bad happening. Seriously. This is bloody awful. I came upstairs the other night and uh, my wife was marking books and I was surprised she actually had the hockey game on. So whatever, I sat there, we were just talking and, you know, I'm as I'm yapping, I'm staring at the TV and I'm talking to her and I'm watching this shit and like nothing is happening. Other than like shitty goal after shitty, like make someone make a save. I think it was when Calgary was still in it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to block it out like a, I don't know. But like, it's awful. And then like the next morning, whatever, I'm at work and I just, you know, I'm scrolling Twitter or whatever and like, People are talking about what great playoffs and stuff. It's like, are you, you, I don't know if guys are easily entertained or, I don't know. Anyway, before we get into all that, I should probably, you know, talk about a few things. Well, I gotta probably talk about the sponsors. Uh, we'll, well, we'll see how much longer I'm sponsored for, but as of right now, I'm a member of the Hockey Podcast Network. There's over 50 shows in the network. All the NHL teams are represented. So whatever team you're a fan of, there's a show for you. Of course, now there's four shows. Down to four shows. While other other teams might be doing shows, they're probably talking about the draft and prospects and suspects and whatever. But yes, whatever team you're a fan of, there's a show for you. Terry Ryan's on the network. Shorzy. Ted Hitchcock. Ted Hitchcock. Go check it out. He's got a great show. Um... Then for my off-network friends, of course, we got Five for Fighting Podcast, old Alec there, Code and Salem, part-time Oli. Yeah, he actually did an interview today, I'm told, with a, uh, I'm not going to, whatever, I'll let him announce it and put it out. I'm not going to expose his business, but he did have an interview with, a, I believe, a first-year East Coast Hockey League player. Said it went really well, he enjoyed it, and uh, yeah, so back in the saddle. I start to wonder, you know, you know, you got all the vacations and holidays. He's out at the lake and taking provocative pictures and putting them on social media. I don't know. I thought he got out of podcasting, got into OnlyFans. Said, I don't know. You're not going to make much money at either of them. I can tell you that. But five for fighting podcast. Check him out. Actually, tremendous back. I always bust his balls, but he got tremendous back catalog. By Lois Segroy, uh, Rob Ray. Check it out. Uh, he also has a YouTube channel, Five for Fighting on YouTube. Got all the East Coast League fights from this past season up, so definitely give it a look. See, check out the young kids. I got hey, as bitter as I am, and I, like I said, I yell and scream at the clouds. 
about this generation of player. But hey, I gotta give uh, gotta give the devil their due, right? I mean, the young kids came out swinging in the East Coast League. Uh, you know, you got Gagnon and Travis Howe and Klotz, and of course, those guys aren't young anymore. But uh, they had a hell of a year. Anthony Collins, all those guys. Uh, so definitely five for fighting on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button. We're trying to get Alec to a thousand subscribers. Like I said, it might not be a big deal to you, but all it takes is one second. Just hit that subscribe button. You'll be helping them out huge. And then, of course, Colonel Lazito. Broadway Joe Lazito. Like I said, still up in the air. Ryan, we're still up in the air. Calm down. But uh, we'll see what happens with Joe's show. I know he is uh, busy at work in the summer there at Carnegie Hall. There's always something going down. You know, in Joe's life, so we'll see what happens. But right now, I think he's on a bit of, you know, he's at the pause button. He hasn't hit stop. He's on a pause, the pause button's pressed right now. So we'll see what happens. But it's a Coliseum Chronicles, it's New York Islander podcast. Again, Ash of Fakota, Strudwig, Matt Karkner, on and on. Bolton, great interviews. Check them out. Joe Lazito, Coliseum Chronicles, give it to Lazito. All right, boys and girls. Well, I'm not going to lie. I've been out in the heat all day. I worked this morning. I was up at, like, really early. What time was I up at? I was about up at 6.30. Worked some overtime this morning. Uh, I, hey, I, you know what, though? I got to uh, I got to Burger King early enough to get some French toast sticks. So I was pretty happy about that. Do you notice there's nothing fast about fast food anymore? Let me digress here for a second. Here. Well, not so much Burger King. Burger King was fine this morning. Actually, I was the only one in line this morning. So it was fine at like 10, 15 this morning. But where I, I live, uh, 20 minutes outside of Saskatoon in a town, while well, it's a city, classified as a city, uh, Martinsville. Well, so, and we have, uh, you know, there's not a lot of options here at 5.30 in the morning when you're, when you're heading into the city, right? <clears throat> but... You know, whatever. I was, I got out of here early the other day, took my shit, got ready, out the door I go, and I'm I'm blowing down the main street, heading out to the free, heading out to the highway. Like I said, it's about a yeah, about 15 minutes into Saskatoon, but of course I got to go down Main Street. I'm going down Main Street here, and of course we have the McDonald's and the Tim Hortons, and uh, I mean there's an A and W, Dairy Queen, all that stuff. But they're not open yet. So basically, your your breakfast options at five thirty in the morning are uh, McDonald's or Tim Hortons, and I don't drink coffee, so. Um, but I got my energy drink here. I got my Rockstar uh, sugar free because it's better for you, right? When it's sugar free, <laughs> uh, my fruit punch sugar zero, and uh, I'm gonna roll into. I'm like, ah, what the hell? I'm gonna grab an egg McMuffin. I zoom into the McDonald's. Only guy there. Pull out right up to the to the speaker. Boom, right away. What do you need? Yeah, I want a two egg McMuffins. Alright, pull up to the window. Sure. Pam. Twelve minutes I sat waiting for two egg McMuffins. So by this point I'm about ready to knock on the drive through window like, hey dude, some of us work, hey? Like uh, you know. <laughs> Like, that's the thing. I started at 6. It's 5, it was 5.31 when I went through the drive-thru. Well, 12 minutes in, you know, all of a sudden now we're, it's about quarter to 6. Like I said, 15 minute drive in. 
Yeah, we're cutting it tight here. Yeah, so it was just like, oh yeah. yeah and it's just, uh. you remember, it, for those, if you ever, do you ever remember going to the drive-thru in the morning at a McDonald's and it was like all senior citizens working? Where What happened to those angels that used to work the drive-thru early in the morning? I remember growing up, the McDonald's, we lived about four four or five, yeah, about five blocks from my parents. We were growing up in the city in my parents' house. It was about five blocks from the McDonald's. So you'd go through there in the morning sometimes. The same dude working the drive-thru. I think that cat was there 20 years. He had that really nasally voice. Well, I'm here McDonald's. I hate your order. But hey, you know what? Your order was never messed up. You pulled up to that first window. You paid that guy in cash. No debit back. You paid cash. You got your change. You pulled up to that second window. And Matt, they were handing that bag out like you were Walter Payton. Right at the goal line. They handed that shit out as you were driving up. And boom. And you, you, you didn't even have to tap the brake. You could have just got that shit on the dead run. And you rolled on out to H Street. Holy shit, now they're telling you, you gotta pull up, you gotta pull over to stuff. See, the only time back in the day they used to make you pull, remember they'd make you pull over to the, yeah, go sit over there in the, in the parking stall, someone will bring it out to you. That's when you always had some asshole in the car that wanted like fries with no salt or uh, somebody wanted a fillet, that's like when I used the wife, a fillet of fish. Oh yeah. As soon as I had to order a fillet of fish, I'm pulling over to the, the asshole section. You know, oh, but now, shit. They got you pulling up the second. Like I said, I, twelve minutes for two egg McMuffins in the morning at McDonald's. Isn't that your your egg McMuffin is sort of a staple, isn't it? Like, shouldn't they have about a dozen of those on the warmer, on the warming plate? You would think. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's a small town thing. I don't know. But I don't know, like I, I've been, when I went to Saskatoon though, when I lived in the big city there and I'd roll into McDonald's early in the morning these last couple of years, yeah, it wasn't the same. Nah, you had some snotty-nosed kid or he hung over or whatever. Well, I mean, I can appreciate the hungover, but hey, you gotta, you gotta put in your time, man. But, ah, shit. What, you know, like I said, the old people working, you knew, you knew they were, if their shift was at 5, they were there at 4.30. You know, Always there. Don't worry about sick time. I'm not going to call in sick. Probably, you know, didn't even, they probably forced to take their holiday time. You know, probably, you know, worked, uh, you know, about five hours a day. That, that five, 5 a.m. to 10 a.m. Monday through Thursday. But no problems. There, sun, shine, rain, sleet, snow. Doesn't matter. Just like the post office. They were there. Gone. What happened to those angels? I don't know. Maybe they're Tim Hortons. Maybe they all moved to Tim Hortons. I don't know. Like I said, I don't go to Tim Hortons. What What does this have to do with hockey? I, I have no idea. I'm yelling about the playoffs. Now I'm mad about McDonald's drive-thru. Anyway, there you go. That's, that's what kind of show you're getting today, folks. Actually, like I said, it, it is now 10 a.m. 10 a.m. 10, 10 a.m. Yeah, really? How many beer did I have? It is 10 p.m. Saturday night. And, uh, 
Yeah. I like I said, I'm not going to keep you very long. I just have I'm going to give you a few uh, playoff observations, and that's going to kind of be the extent of the show. Oh, and Maverick, Maverick out there, my uh, my troll, my Euler troll. Uh, yeah, I'll 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 talk to you here in a second. I know you're listening. Thanks for tuning. I hope you download it. Don't stream. I will get into that. Here, if anybody's staring at their dashboard right now, wondering what I'm talking about. All right. Playoff hockey. Uh, well, no, before I actually talk about the playoffs, did, did any of you go back and listen to my my last couple interviews that I've done? I've had some tremendous guests here the last couple weeks. I hope you guys went and listened. Cade McNally, young kid, 21, turning pro this year. I uh, had him on. He was in L.A. Kings camp a couple years back. Played three, year, four years in the Western Hockey League uh, with the Seattle Thunderbirds and the Vancouver Giants. Played for the Vernon Vipers at the end of last year. Bad dude, man. I'll tell you, met the kid, nice kid, big kid. Uh, he's getting primed up and ready to rock and roll in the pros. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully uh, uh, he had a free agent tryout with the Kings. Got into a preseason game, fought Andrew Ladd in the preseason. Uh, had a really good fight in uh, Rookie Camp with Mason Primo. It's on YouTube if you want to check it out. M-C-N-E-L-L-Y. Cade McNelly. Um, yeah. Check his stuff out. You'll dig it. Like I said, one of them young kids coming up. There isn't too many coming up. So, I got to throw the spotlight on a few that are. And he is definitely one of them. And then, on Wednesday, I had the... Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League's all-time penalty minute leader on the show, Grant Ottenbright. Three seasons, imagine, yeah, get this one, three seasons, 1,339 minutes of penalties. Yeah, I could tell you, yeah, it wasn't three seasons ago that he was playing either. It was, we're talking the 80s, but uh, 1,300, I could tell you all uh, what 10 teams in the league I can guarantee didn't get 1,300 penalty minutes combined. But uh, yeah, and then Grant played three seasons with the Erie Panthers in the East Coast League. A great interview, threw out some old names. Uh, some of you old minor league fans uh, would probably would know those names, probably really dig it. Um, yeah, great guests. Uh, a lot of fun having them on. Um, actually, overall, the, the interviews were received really well. Got a lot of uh, positive feedback on them. Um, the only thing that was, uh, was a little disappointing um, was the fact that, you know, and, that's, and I guess that's on me, but... You know, you put out the interviews during the playoffs. It sort of gets lost in this playoff mumble, mud muddle. And, uh, you know, maybe they, you know, maybe, maybe people don't, uh, you know, pay attention as much as they should. Or not as much as they should, but you know what I'm saying. Um, it just sort of gets lost in the playoff hustle and bustle. But but nonetheless, um, I enjoyed having those guys on. Like, like I said, overall... Uh, you know, got a lot of listens. I'm not gonna, I'm not complaining about that. But uh, no, I hope uh, if you uh, have not had a chance to definitely do that. But uh, yeah, two great guests. I really want to thank those guys once again for coming on. Um, yeah. So other than that, um, um, in all seriousness, though, I don't know. I don't. I honestly don't have a, have a lot for this show um, for today. Uh, just kind of a few, uh, few topics I want to talk about. Um, well, I went and looked here, uh, of course it's, oh, it's playoff hockey. Oh, 
here we go, you know. Oh, it's going to get physical. Oh, they're, yeah, they're coming out. Boy, it's, guns are blazing. And uh, I did the math here. I looked up the number. 77 uh, playoff games played, uh, six fights. So, yeah. They're, oh, yeah. Boys are real scrapping here in the playoffs, I'll tell you. Real high intensity. Yeah. Um, now, if you're new to the show and you don't know, you know, you might, you might be new and last show. Um, if you are fairly new to this show, um, longtime guests will know, but I'll, I'll reiterate for the, for the newer listeners, for the newcomers. I don't watch hockey anymore. I stopped watching like a decade, well, probably 15 years ago, probably. Um, I mean, I see at time, obviously being, having to be on social media with the show and everything else. Obviously I'm, I stay in the loop that way with what's going on and everything else. And as I said, I live in Saskatchewan, so it is on the TV a lot. Um, like where I visit or if it's somewhere else, you know, it's like, a, I don't go, like I say, I don't go run out of the room if it's on, but whatever. It's not on in my house if I'm sitting here by myself. Oh, as I just finished telling you, it was on in my house today, but we, you know, we had guests, so I had it on. But, um, and for, like I said, for whatever reason, my wife had it on the other night. I have no idea. She can't stand hockey, but, um, probably couldn't find the remote, but, uh, um, cause I had the Blue Jay game on before that. Um, anyway, yeah, it's, so I'm not, a, I don't, so what I, when I'm talking about these teams and these players and stuff, I don't care. I, you're, I always say when you tune into the show, you're going to get a very neutral observation because I don't care about any of this shit. I don't have a favorite team. I don't have a favorite player. I don't care who wins the Stanley Cup. It does not matter to me. So I'm all neutral on this. It doesn't matter. Like I said, I, I will I will throw the shit around evenly. Trust me. Um, yeah. But, well, first of all, with St. Louis, I mean, c- can somebody kick the shit out of that Bennington, that goalie already? Like, that guy's just a, he's a goof. Like, I watched that press conference with him, and he's a dork. Like, what's with the... Who strapped balls on that guy? And all of a sudden, he acts like a tough guy. Like, I know the whole water bottle thing at Kadri, whatever. I don't... That was, you know... Like I said, that, that's about as badass as these guys get nowadays. They throw empty water bottles at each other. That's That's their level of toughness. But it's like... I've seen a bunch of his shit online, like, you know, clips here and there, and he's waving a stick at guys and threatening, like, in the regular season stuff. I'm like, well, somebody just plow this guy already. And somebody's, like, sent a clip to me about when he was on Spit and Chiglets, and I'm like, the guy just sounds like a goof. Like, whatever. I don't know. I, I don't get it, but anyway. That's the thing, folks. I'm going to tell you right now, like, as I'm doing this, like, none of this shit has any, like, there's no, like, I don't, like, there's no finish to these bits. I'm just throwing shit out and sort of, like I said, observations that I've seen. And I guess it's sort of, I'm leaving shit open-ended, but I'm like, I don't know. I will comment on things and whatever, but, um, well, like I was saying before, like, anytime there's actually any, like, any sort of physical... If there's any scrum or altercation like the other night with Tampa and New York, you have one, you had one, like, so there's a line, like, there's a scrum happening, and oh, Maroon and Reeves or whatever get into it. What, one ref grabs Maroon. 
and like tackles them. Like it's like, what are we doing here? Like the one ref gets in there and blah blah blah, and then they're pushing and shoving, and oh, one guy drops, and then they fall down, and you know, I laugh. Yeah, everybody else on the ice pairs off. A couple of these guys, holy shit, they look like they're you know, they're they're seeking asylum for Christ's sake. They're so scared, hiding over in the corner with each other. But you got one ref playing hero, grabbing one guy. Oh, they're all reasoned. Oh, yeah, no, boy, if they if they got free, boy, they'd get it. It's like, ah, if one ref can break you up, you don't want to fight that bad, you know. If one ref can break you up, yeah, you're you're selling wolf tickets, like, you know. And then you see online, oh, Maroon does three rings, three rings. It's like, oh, I love when people throw that out. I don't have any problem with Pat Maroon. I don't mind Pat Maroon. I mean, I, these last couple of years, I you know, whatever. And I, hey, the three rings, whatever. But I mean, you know, been a pretty solid passenger for those three rings. Like, uh, you know, but whatever. He's, he's there, you know. I mean, he does, he's a physical guy, whatever. But I mean, if that's his whole, you know, I, I can play like a candy ass because I got, and I can mouth off and, you know, I'll be tough when the linesman get in because I got three rings now. If that's the shtick. I don't know. I guess so. But, but at the same time, I mean, you know, did Reeves really look like he wanted to fight him? Like, I mean, I mean, not saying they're scared. I'm sure they'd fight. But I mean, like I said, when you have one ref in between you, do you really want to fight that bad? But at the same time, again, I guess, you know, to play, de- I, it's true. You know, it's a third period. So, I mean, the instigate shit. I mean, oh uh, yeah, you know. I mean, then they, of course, the league would love nothing more to slap one of them with an instigator, but I don't know. It's just 6 2, and we got scrums, and everybody, you know. Uh, it's, you know, whatever. It's just a different world, but it's just, you know, you all work. I love, and they're not, but I love the announcers, though. They got to build it up, like, I guess they got to sell the bullshit, but it's just like, yeah. Oh, at this point in the game, and it's 6-2. Yeah, right now there's, uh, you know, whatever. There's, you know, messages being sent. It's like, oh, what message? What? No one's sending anything. Who's scared of anybody? What is the... Someone explain... And I'm not trying to be misbehaved, but seriously. What is there to be scared of? Honest. In today's hockey, what what would there possibly who is there to possibly be scared of? Maroon's not gonna do nothing to you. He just sits and yells, I got three rings. You know. Reeves might throw you down and laugh at you, but I mean, you know, whatever. Don't drop your gloves, nobody'll do anything to you if you don't if you keep them cemented on. So I don't know. What is there to be scared of anymore? I'll tell you, well, that's not true. You know who you can be scared of? How about Truba throwing those hits? Not bad, man. Big dude throwing some solid shots. Real Scott Stevens-like vibe. Um, You know what I find, I do find hilarious, though? And all these Ranger fans that I see commenting... Like I said, I said on on social media to uh, Ked, uh, who at the morning skate, he's a big Ranger guy. I don't like the morning skate guys. I like Ked and Hal and those guys. I've been on the show. I enjoyed my time there. 
I bust Kent's balls. I, him and I got into it last year about the whole Wilson Ranger thing and all that. Him and I argued about that. Wasn't well, personal, but I like Ked. But I was laughing with him today. Well, Ked liked the Reeves signing, so I'm not including him in this. But that's what him and I were sort of uh, laughing about. Um, but I did bust his balls a little bit because I said all these Ranger fans now that are sticking up for Truba and all his hits and all this and all blah, blah, blah. Well, I think the thing was is um, they can't believe it was just the the irony of the of the statement, but um, they couldn't believe the amount of they, this is the Ranger fans on Twitter I saw couldn't believe the amount of people crying about Truba and getting a hold of player safety and the amount of whining going on. Oh. Do we need to rewind a, a season? The amount of whining Ranger fans did about Tom Wilson was nauseating. To the point, it got so pathetic that the Ranger owner wrote a letter to the league. And you guys applauded it. Like it wasn't the most embarrassing thing ever. I know many Ranger fans that thought it was... I saw it on Twitter. I saw you out there. You guys thought it was great that he did that. Oh, and Tom Wilson's this. And I can't. Oh, no. Oh, you were tweeting to player safety. You were ready. To, you were ready to sign a petition. I saw it, laughing at you guys. I made fun of you guys the whole time. Oh, we fast forward a year. I can't believe anybody be crying about Jacob Truba's hits and blah blah blah. Oh, oh, hilarious. Oh, and all these Ranger fans, we gave up a third rounder for that plug Reeves and all oh, this is terrible. What are the Ra- Oh, all it is is just a knee-jerk reaction to Tom Wilson and this is terrible, blah, blah, blah. And hey, I'm going to sit here, I'm going to say it, because you can go back in my back catalog and find it. It's titled something about Reeves to New York, something like that. I don't know what episode it is, but I'm, I'm going to toot my own horn, toot, toot. I remember I had, I had the episode where I talked about Reeves going to the Rangers and what a great signing. How that is going to turn the Rangers around. Not that they were ever bad, but that'll help them get over the hump. Is Reeves. Oh yeah, because I received shit over it. I tweeted about it. And I, oh yeah, whatever. He's a plug. Pylon. Loser. On and on. Goon. On and on. Doesn't bring anything. And I said, it's not about scoring. I said, it's the physical play and just the mental and the just the attitude that he brings will help. That's exactly what the Rangers need. It was on full display that their maximum pussiness was out there when Wilson was slapping Panarin around. And it became abundantly clear how sad the Rangers were. All the talent in the world, softer than puppy shit. So, hey, I'll give him credit. What did they do? They went and got the baddest dude in the league. You know, it could be argued, give or take. One of five, then a handful. If you want, oh, no, not Reeves. Whatever. Lucic, McDermott, Reeves, Johnson, Wilson. Pick your, whatever, pick out of your six. But regardless, he's a unicorn in the NHL these days. 
up there in hits. I think he either led in hits or he was in the top three anyway. Again, not sure what the Knights were thinking, but okay. I mean, you have, again, it could be argued, but is he the best fighter, hitter, whatever, physical player in the league? Probably. One of. Well, when you can get that on your... See, nowadays, it's a rarity. Like, honestly, how many guys really hit? How many How many physical players are there? Now, I'm not just being old guy bitter. Okay, dude. No, but really, how many guys hit anymore? Not many. And we'll get mixed up in the scrums and blah, blah, blah. Like, every team used to have a bunch of guys that used to do it. Now they don't. Team, there's teams, whole teams with, like, no one like that. Well, Reeves is kind of the best at it. Would you not want that on your team? I don't know. I I, I was like, yeah, you know. And I, I kept, I was all over social media saying what a great signing it was by the Rangers. Oh, <clears throat> I'd love to get those. I should, I'd love, I should have. I should have done some research. I should have got those tweets and read off the replies that I got. Oh, how what a fucking idiot I was and everything else. Well, like I said, fast forward to now. Oh, I Revo's the best. Oh yeah, I was always a big Reeves guy. Oh yeah, I see you out there. I was telling Ken that from the morning skate, and we were laughing. I said, "Oh yeah, I." I there was about four or five of them on the on the uh, timeline. This Ranger timeline about Reeves on social media. I remember their name. Oh, because they have they have their vloggers, and they, one was a podcast guy. But I thought he was gonna. I thought he was gonna be in tear. He was in tears when they signed Reeves for a third round pick. The other, you know, in the, in the off season. Oh, now all of a sudden, no, I'm sure he's wearing a Reeves jersey, and it, it was the greatest signing, uh, you know, since uh, Phil Esposito. But, oh, uh, yeah, hypocrites. I'm like, oh, you're all phony, you're $3 bills. Every one of you. Now, but hey, there, I gotta say, though, there was a couple guys that were like, you know what, I was wrong about Reeves. He's been great, and I, I really like the pickup. Hey, I can respect that. But the rest of you? Oh, yeah. Oh, I knew it. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure you did. Sure you did, Karen. Yeah. Meanwhile, you couldn't wait, you couldn't. You couldn't tweet your reply fast enough to me last uh, during the offseason about what an idiot I was about the Reeves thing. But yeah, it was just uh, whatever. People are funny. Watch like the Avalanche fans now. You see them all. McKinnon, he's so focused. I love it. Yeah, leading us. Lead, oh, him and Lanzacog. Oh, they're great. Blah, blah, blah. The rest of you, you remember when, was it Nikolai Zheridov, uh did that interview and he talked about how intense uh, McKinnon was when he was getting mad at guys for the pasta sauce and getting mad at practice when they screwed up and everybody, oh, all these, that's why he'll never be a captain, that's why, oh, that's why the Avs will never win anything, he thinks he's like Michael Jordan, he's never won anything, blah, 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 that's not how you build a team and on and on. Same ones now. Oh, laser focus. That's why we're winners. That's I love we. That's why we're winners. Because of McKinnon. You can just tell he wants it. I love it. Oh yeah. 
Oh, I, all of a sudden, before though, it was oh, he was a he was an asshole and too intense, and he's just a, you know he's killing the locker room and everything. Oh, but now, oh, you know, we're in the semifinals now, so you know he's great. Oh. I don't know. It's just uh, hypocrisy is the name of the game, I guess. It is kind of amusing. Fans, uh, I don't know. Some of you don't know whether to scratch your watch or wind your ass half the time. And then, you know, of course, well, well, before we get into the Mike Smith thing, because that's kind of what uh, old me and Maverick got into it about. Um, I, I have to say, um, well, the one thing, it, it was the amount of gamble. I will say it's it's unbelievable because I noticed during the Jays game, the amount of uh, gambling ads that are on Sportsnet and TSN and all that shit now, you know MGM Bet and three sixty five and blah blah blah. It's on and on. It's never ending. Hell, it started. Well, yeah, <laughs> you heard a gambling ad at the start of this podcast. Hey, they sponsored the show. I can't say anything bad about them. Um, and whatever. <laughs> hey, they bought the advertising time. Whatever. I'm a gambling guy. Uh. So I, I mean, I don't, whatever, I don't, I don't have any problem with it. Um, but I, I see these people making these comments that, uh, oh, well, the NHL has got to be careful. I mean, you know, with all this during the playoffs and stuff, you're not gambling on their games and all that stuff. Uh, folks, this isn't new shit. Like you've been able to, there's a, there's a place out in the desert in a state called Nevada You've been able to bet on this shit forever. So I don't know what you're talking about. And in Canada, it's been since the early 90s. I was in high school, like in 1990 or 91, when Sports Select started. I could roll over to 7-Eleven, grab a super big gulp, and buy a pro-line sports ticket and bet on the NHL. As could anybody else in any other province in Canada. So... It's been around for 30 years here, uh, from our local lotteries, our provincial lotteries. So I, what are you talking about, about betting on hockey? You can bet on everything, baseball, football, hockey, basketball, soccer. You have been since 1990 at any place that sells lottery tickets. So I don't know what people are talking about that. With all these gambling advertisements on TSN and everything else, that oh, the league's got to be careful because they will be betting on them and all that. That you know that that's why the league will be in trouble and blah blah. Like, okay, I don't know what rock you've been living under, but apparently you don't gamble, which is fine. But just to just to let you know, and this is the new shit. Anyway, I just thought I'd throw that out there because it's like. But I mean, yeah, those ads on TV, it's actually unbelievable the amount of gambling ads there. But I mean, they're putting the pedal to the metal right now, right? Because they just got established throughout the pro- different provinces. So um, I'm, I'm thinking that'll dial down here in a little bit. But yeah, they're trying to get everybody to get on with the bonuses and sign up and all that stuff. So, But it is quite a bit, without a doubt. But anyway, that gets to my last little thing. I had to deal with a troll here the other day, keyboard... Lots of, there's, I mean, they're everywhere on Twitter, social media. This is their, you know. But I had old, uh, he, he was, a, he's a pilot. That's why I call him Maverick. 
uh, Panzer, he wants to be called that, but I'm, I'm still going to call him Maverick. Um, I don't know who this person is. He doesn't follow me. I don't follow him. But I had commented about Mike Smith, and after reading his profile, oh, he's a big, you know, he, lo- he loves throwing out the tips there. He's a big oiler guy. We, he's a we and us guy, you know. So, but apparently he's actually, according to his profile, he's a pilot. Military aviation and t- technician pilot. Well, that's good. Anyway, but I don't like. I said I don't know who this guy came from, but I mentioned Mike Smith. So apparently, he must have been searching Mike Smith on Twitter, and he's got to jump in. But of course, along with many of these trolls, when they jump in, they just got to. They just have. They just. There's just a need to flap their lips. Uh, they don't bother to read, you know, the, just the fandom through tears of rage. They just have to tweet. All I wrote is that like Mike Smith there after his shit play and whatever. But all I put is every beer league goalie and wannabe analyst critiquing Mike Smith's technique. Twitter is so fucking embarrassing is what I put. Which of course he out of the woodwork replies, Sticking up for Mike Smith's technique is a whole lot more fucking embarrassing. Well, see, right away, there, Maverick, uh, I don't know where I was sticking up for Mike Smith in the tweet. I was pointing out the exact thing as I was making fun of you. But where I said, my reply was, where did I do that? Not the point of the tweet at all, but solid effort. Which, of course, now, now, my tweet must have hit keyboard hero. It must have hit close to home here because now he's he's getting up. You know, now he's firing back. Solid effort? Question mark. I love it. Bud. They got to throw in the Bud. Bud. I get a thirty-eight hundred dollar tax credit just for responding to a charity case like you. Oh yeah. Uh, what was your point? Question mark. Well, see, that's the thing. You're asking me what my point was. Well, you immediately. You were flapping your lips like you knew what the point was. Now you're asking. Well, what is it? If Maybe if you'd shut up, you could find out. But anyway, that no one outside an NHL goalie can comment on, on their team's goaltending. Oh, like I said, member of the club here. Yeah. Smith has the worst style in the NHL, and that's why everything is an attempt, an attempted reflex save. Oh, like I said, this the the online goalie. This is the exact person I'm talking about online. Of course, I replied, did my tweet hit close to home there to the couch jockey Vesna winner? You still don't get what I'm talking about. I get $3,800 to make fun of you, gym class heroes on a podcast, so I guess we're even. Their team. Ha ha, exactly my point. Stick to flying planes, Maverick. Of course, he's got to come back with, would put my athletic ability up against yours in any sport on earth for $3,800. Of course, which I replied to. Oh, of course you would, keyboard hero. Keep on trolling. I told him to tune in, though, today. Because I'm going to break it down in the air. Because I bet you he's more of a verbal learner than, uh, clearly, than a written word. Um, no, you sort of proved my point, dipshit. Maverick. Are you listening? No, that's my point. How many NHL games, like, 
This guy's played, uh, I looked it up for you. What was it? Uh, 600 and some NHL games. His NHL career, he has a two point, he has a winning record in the NHL and a 2.7 goals against average. And going into these playoffs, uh, it was 2.59 for playoff goals against. He had some rough games though, no doubt. And the third goal tonight was brutal. But the fact he's a winning goalie in the NHL and has played for over 10, well, almost 700 games. Uh, I believe, uh, what I'm, what I'm saying is, is the person sitting on the couch who never played above, uh, house league should probably not be telling an elite athlete how to play their position. Now you claim to be a pilot. Well, hey, I've flown on lots of planes in my lifetime. So I'm going to tell you how to, and I've seen Top Gun a bunch of times. So that means I must know how to fly a plane, right? I'm going to give you some tips on your technique. If I started giving you tips on how to fly, you'd look at me like I had a turd hanging out of my mouth. And you'd be like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Are you grasping the parallel, the comparisons here? Maverick of what I was saying no you can have an opinion that Mike Smith did not play very well and that was a shitty goal I think he should have stopped that he should have stopped that the go-ahead goal tonight I agree that's not what my tweet was about my tweet was about everything that you put in your tweet it's for every joker sitting on the couch giving tech Talk, like, there's guys talking about the, oh, the, the, the positioning on the post and angles and everything else. They're telling Mike Smith, an NHL goalie, how to work on angles from their couch. Are we not seeing the stupidity in this? Clearly you're not. And after scrolling your friggin' Twitter feed... You're that guy. We, us, yeah. Like maybe you should get, you know, go down to Edmonton there and sit down with Mike and explain to him about his technique and how he's the oh, worst in the league. Meanwhile, you guys are in the semifinals, but all right, he's the worst in the league. And uh, yeah, you should, uh, you should, he should be reading Twitter. Lots of helpful, lots of helpful hints out there on social media. Untapped resource, really, for a lot of these athletes. Don't know why they don't read it. I don't know why they don't follow you and the rest of the uh, Lollipop Guild more. You know, I mean, you're all members of the team, right? So, I can't believe they don't come to you for tips. You see what I'm saying now? You see where my what my tweet meant, dipshit? Oh, you could beat me at any athletic... Co- of course you could. Well, you probably could now there, Maverick. You know, I'm fat and old now, so... I'm broken down, so yeah, you probably could. Ah, maybe not at wiffle ball though. I'm pretty good riser. I don't think you could hit my riser. I think I could. I, I you know, and I could tell you, you ain't getting your cheese by me. I could take you for a ride over the left field fence. Yeah. Stop, stop. You're embarrassing yourself on Twitter. You troll. You try to troll so hard, but you just end up making a fucking ass of yourself. Oh, yeah. 
tax credit. Yeah. I should char- I should be charging you for giving you this life lesson right now. But hey, I'm making money off you. You trolled me. And I guarantee you're tuning in to listen to this. And I hope you downloaded and did the stream. There you go. I'm making money off trolls, folks. That's what I'm doing over here. No. Now, hey, there's guys on, like, national TV. Like Jim Rome. Stephen A. Smith. There's guys that have made livings off of being gym class heroes, but telling elite level athletes everything that they're doing wrong. So, I get it. I mean, but I'm amusing. It's amusing to me that Mr. Pilot here is going to tell Mike Smith about about his save technique and what he should be doing. Again, you can have an opinion that you don't think he's playing very well and that was a bad goal. That's not what I'm talking about at all. But I hope I cleared that up for you. Now, I, I know, you, like I said, you're probably more of a verbal learner. So I hope that worked out for you. I know you got the earbuds in right now. Maybe you're up doing up there in the skies, barrel rolling. You're going to buzz the tower while you're listening to the podcast. Yeah, Maverick. There you go. So I hope that I hope that cleared up for you what I was talking about. And if you're gonna, and I mean, if you're gonna troll, you gotta, you gotta bring something. That that was just a weak effort on your part. Gotta say. Speaking of weak efforts, I think this whole damn episode was probably a weak effort on my part. Now nah, some playoff observations. Everybody's in the playoff mood, right? I mean, it's oh, it's best time of the year. Best time of the year. No, yeah, that exciting playoff hockey when no one can seem to stop a puck. And what, what were the stats? 77 games played, six fights. Oh, boy. Yeah, high intensity. I will say, I saw the clips, though. That was a bush hit by Kane on Kadri. That was that was pretty weak. Again, I oh, I, I, a lot of the avalanche really came in there for him. Yeah. But, oh well. He showed him. But, uh, hopefully Kadri's not hurt too bad. You know, everyone see it. You don't want to see anybody doing that shit. Getting hurt like that. So, hopefully not. Hey, yeah, but hell of a, hell of a series in Colorado. Well, he had a hell of a year this year in Colorado. So, um, you know, we'll see. Hopefully he's not hurt too bad. That was kind of a, you know, that's a tough shot. Pretty dirty. But, uh, yeah. I don't know, guys. I mean, I, re- I really don't have anything for you today. I mean, just, some, like I said, some some observations and laughing at social media. I mean, you know, I had to tell you my McDonald's story. Missing my angels at McDonald's. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to say it's probably, maybe, I don't want to say a throwaway episode. I hope it entertained you, though. I mean, whatever you happen to be doing, if it's on your commute. I mean, you know, gave you something to listen to, right? I didn't leave you hanging. You know, I don't go weeks and weeks and months without giving you something. You know, I'm here twice a week. And it was just some observation. Like I said, it's, uh, it was Twitter, but in verbal form. Audio form. Um, yeah, it was just some shit that happened this week and I saw that I wanted to comment on. And like I said, I had people over and it got late tonight. And uh, so I didn't have a lot of time to research. My list, Tim's mad I don't have a list. I'll have a list for you next week. But uh, talking to a few characters, going to get them on the show. Really enjoyed the last couple of interviews. Um, I encourage, like I said, this is episode 214. So, like I said, there's there's 213 back episodes to go. And 
Uh, had lots of great guests. McIntyre, John Morasti, Joey Tedarenko. Everybody I've had on has been fun. So, like I said, scroll the back catalog. You'll find a name. Hit it. Check it out. You'll dig it. I'm here twice a week, Wednesdays and Sundays. Um, if you happen to be on social media, well, after all reading all this, after all this horse shit, why I, I don't know why anybody would want to be. If you don't, if you didn't need to be on social media, I don't know why you would be. If I didn't have to do this, I don't. I guess I don't have to do this podcast. But if I didn't have to advertise for this pod, because I need social media to advertise, obviously, clearly, that's where my listeners come from. If I didn't have to do that, there is no bloody way that I would be on social media. It is just a cesspool. And it's just, it is, the stupidity is amped up 10 to 11. It's like Spinal Tap. It goes to 11 come playoff time. Oh, the the level of, oh, the refs are out to get us. Us, this and that and oh, God, it's painful. It's, it's sometimes it's funny, but for the most part, I just find it sad and pathetic. But anyway, yeah, guys, I am, uh, like I said, it is now 1051 and, uh, yeah, I got to work tomorrow morning. So, and I'm probably going to be hungover. Uh, so, um, I wish, cause I still got to upload this, make some show graphics and the whole nine yards. So I'm going to leave you now, but I'll be back. I'll give you a better effort on Wednesday. How does that sound? I will try to do better on Wednesday. I'll try to do it better every episode for you guys. But I want to thank you for taking the time to uh, tune in. And for anybody that's new, thank you. Welcome. Uh, <laughs> the episodes are usually a lot better. Um, but this is what my, my Sunday episodes usually are. Ranting about shit. Ranting and raving and whatever. If you don't, Hey, and if you don't agree with me and you want to tell me that I'm a fucking idiot and whatever, get a hold of me on social media. If you're not on social media, email me. HockeyFights at Hotmail.com. Send me an email. Tell me good, bad, or otherwise. I'd love to hear from you. But uh, Fourth Line Voice on YouTube as well. I have over 2,700 videos. All the leagues. Just type in whatever league you're looking for. Boom, it'll come up. Check it out. You'll dig it. Lots of good stuff on there. Happy 40th birthday to John Morasti, by the way. Man, 40 years old. Where'd the time go? Or, pardon me, Jim. I hope everybody out there is checking out Shorezy. They got six episodes out so far. It's actually pretty funny. I kind of like, you know, like I said, is it going to rival Seinfeld or anything? Well, no, but I mean, for, for 20 minutes, it's funny. And like I said, Terry Ryan, John Morasti, Brandon Nolan. Um, it's a spinoff of Letterkenny and it, uh, on Crave TV. And, um, I'm not sure the American, uh, it's down in the States. I'm not quite sure what the, what channel it's on, but, uh, it's all over. Just sure as you type it in and you'll find it. Ah, it's been pretty funny. But, uh, so definitely give it a listen. I'm going to get Terry Ryan back on the show. We can talk about some Shorezy and, and stuff like that. Terry's always good to tell a story. So, uh, anyway, guys, I'm going to get out of here. Thank you very much for tuning in. I very much appreciate it. And I'll talk to you guys on Wednesday. Let's attack the work week, folks. Here we go. And you people that don't like fighting, how many of you did you walk out and get a coffee while that was 